designed with women in mind as we delve into what it means to be a true follower of Christ and how to navigate our daily lives, my prayer is simply that my speech will be theologically sound and that our words will be encouraging and life-giving. We will have different guests in the weeks to come and will be looking from various perspectives while staying ever true to God's Word. The title of the podcast is Beautiful Imperfection, As we go about our busy, chaotic lives, we tend to focus on the doing and not the being of who God created us to be. We sometimes get it backwards. In this podcast, we will discuss from week to week the being, our identity in Christ, produces the doing, and that the doing is an overflow of who we are in Him. We are imperfect in every way, but Jesus is perfect. The beauty in our imperfection is Him. So wherever you are in your season of life, if you're in your car, in your laundry room, or sitting in your favorite chair, grab a cup of coffee and take a deep breath. Relax and listen in as we look and talk about what being in Christ really means and how the Bible explains that it is not our imperfection that makes or breaks us, but that it is his perfection that covers us and that we can find rest in that promise. Then we serve him out of an abundance of love that only comes through him. Lean in with us. Here we go. So, Lindsay, today I was just thinking about this week, and as we've talked a lot and and prayed and thought about our audience and the things that we go through, often in our lives, we seem to have more questions than answers. Oh, that's so true. <laughs> yeah. And some of those questions, when we talk about our lives and how we thought they would be and how they are actually turning out and we don't know how it's going to end, but we do know we end in victory Mm because Jesus tells us that. But when we go through those times of disappointment, sometimes the questions might be something like, what do we do when things don't turn out the way we think they should or, or will or should, or what does it do to your faith? How do we go on with joy? When bad things happen, do we assume that God doesn't love us? Um, is it possible to have joy and grief at the same time? And one other thing that I think about is what does it take to live in victory when all around us feels and looks like a loss? Mm. So those are just some questions that I thought about. What do you think about some of those? And what, how do you think people, when, when we think about those, sometimes our first thought is not the best one. And then we have to think through that and allow God to work through us. But I do think these are questions that we all have at some point in our life. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, even growing up, Pam, gosh, I remember as a little kid dreaming how um, I would grow up and meet my Prince Charming and, (laughs) you know, what um, plans or thoughts that I would have um, for my life. And I know any other, any other woman just like me would probably have already had this um, planned out and it probably did not look like anything right now, like mm-hmm. what they planned out to be. But that's how, that's how God works. It's um, really a beautiful way in which we can see his story. I just remember dreaming that I was going to get married in my twenties. Mm-hmm. Um, someone that would, to someone that would work um, in a big fancy building. I don't know why. I just, you know, you know, you picture someone that has like this big, you know, business suit on. I'd have two kids, a boy and a girl, you know, when you're playing life for and all those little fun kind of games, you always wanted one boy, one girl. And then I wanted to do all that by the time I was 30. 
Yes. <laughs> Did you want the blue car or the pink car or yeah. the wet, which color car in, in that game? <laughs> yes. I was just playing that the other day with my daughter. So, um, and then, you know, live in a house. You always dream about what your house looks like with this nice pool and I could be the mom and, you know, stay at home just like my mom did. So sometimes you kind of take on um, a lot of different instances in which you would have as what you'd grow up if you um, had that great um you know, mom and dad, you'd have some of those things that you really do like to carry on forth um, versus things you're probably just not so wanting to carry on forth from your mm-hmm. childhood. Yeah. But, um, and you know, just that did not happen. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, um, but it's not, it's not anything bad. No, my, my life's not bad. It's, it's not bad. It's just not what I dreamed of. I mean, I fell in love and married a police officer, not someone that was, you know, working in a big fancy building. Um, mm-hmm. he was seven, he's 17 years older than me. I mean, who would have known? Um, nobody would have ever believed that. And then I don't know, I have only one kid. Um, mm-hmm. I had my kid when I was in my thirties. So I'd already like flushed out every single one of my thoughts and dreams right <laughs> by then. Um, and you know, God just blessed me, um, in so many different ways that I even would have never imagined. But I say that to say when we're going through lives and the punches, Mm-hmm. We're what we're dreaming of and what we had put in our mind and what it's not, we we tear ourselves down every yeah. which way, right? I mean, gosh, um, we are we're our worst enemies sometimes. And so um, I'm sure um our podcast listeners can definitely relate um in one way, shape, or format, but we are humans and um we're attached to outcomes. So we say we trust God, but behind the scenes, we're trying to control our outcomes. And we praise God when our normal looks like we thought it would. And then we question God when it doesn't. Mm-hmm. So our faith is sometimes like a roller coaster. Um, but, you know, God is always steady. So when you ask that question, um, how do we go on with joy in our hearts? I believe, you know, his promises show up even through our trials. So, um, what do you feel like? Yeah, I agree with that. You know, in James, uh, one, uh, two through five, it says count it all joy when you meet with trials of various kinds, Mm -hmm. for, you know, that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness and like the steadfastness has its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. And what that means is being mature in Christ. Mm -hmm. So the things that we dream about, sometimes God says, yeah, you can have that, but I have something better in mind. Mm -hmm. And I think we don't think about that. We don't focus on those things. And it says, blessed is the man who remains, this is in verse 12, remains steadfast under trial for when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. So a lot of times we're experiencing these things in our life and we're thinking, you know, God's let us down or he didn't do what he said he he would do. But I think that sometimes we are claiming promises that he didn't give us. Those were our own own things, mm-hmm. our own thoughts. And he's better than normal. We can only think about the normal things, right? That's the things right. that we think would be the way our life would turn out. Mm-hmm. And um, I have and am experiencing in my life currently, um, honestly have been for many years, um, even though to others it may seem that everything is well and and in a lot, a lot of ways it is, but in many ways and in ways that matter most to me, um, my life is not what I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Now, 
I look at it and I think it's great and God's used it, but there are things that I've prayed for with great faith and God has said not yet or just hang on. Mm -hmm. And the hanging on part is the hardest (laughs) with the white knuckles, you know, (laughs) Um, because I have something and God says, I have something better in mind, but I can't see it and I don't understand it. But I know that because I am his child and he wants what's best for me, that he's still working. And whether I see it or not on earth or it happens after I'm gone to heaven, he'll do it. And I trust him. Mm. Um, So adulting is just hard. (laughs) We hear that all the time, you know, and some days I just don't want to be an adult. (laughs) Like, I don't want an adult today. (laughs) Thank you very much. Um, But sometimes our hearts do hurt and we feel great disappointment. And our dreams are crushed. Mm -hmm. And it seems like our whole life is shattered. But the truth is, the way we saw our lives going, the things that fill our hearts, the joy that we see in our dreams, were not, like I said, promised to us, but rather that's how we envisioned them. And Mm -hmm. so, but what I also know is that God loves us more than we can imagine. And he knows and he sees So not only that, but he's working things out for our good and for his glory. Mm -hmm. And someone asked me one time, why does it have to be for his glory? (laughs) And that's a loaded question. Mm -hmm. Um, They were questioning what I feel like is what we call the goodness of God in their life. They were filled with doubt and not sure that they believed in God. And um, because they didn't think that God would allow so much pain. Um, this person had experienced some physical things and some things that had gone on in, in her life. Um, but the problem was not that God's promises weren't true, but she didn't believe his promises and she didn't know what they were anymore because she'd allowed things to enter in. So God loves you so deeply and has better things planned for our lives that we can't even imagine it. And so things that we don't see or understand, sometimes it's difficult to see how what's happening can be good for anyone, but God sees everything and we do not. So that's when our faith has to rest fully in him. So God wants us to depend on him fully. Um, And it's when we face seemingly unsurmountable odds that we stay connected to him in prayer. And then when something happens that only God can do, we know that it was him Mm -hmm. and not something that we had done on our own. And I think we get caught up in that too, because we try so hard. Like you said, the human part of us is very concerned about our outcomes. Mm -hmm. And uh, God's like, I've got the outcome in the palm of my hand and I'm ready for you to have that. But you need to take the steps you need to take to get to that. Yeah, no, that's right, Pam. God wants us to depend on him completely. You know, um, we could go our whole entire lives missing the chance to see all the good God has placed around us because the hard stuff demands so much of our attention mm-hmm. and has stolen our love for who we're really supposed to be, be more like him. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest battle that we um, overcome that we can overcome victoriously is how we live today, this hour, this minute. I think um, everyone feels as though it's too complicated. It's too hard. Um, It's just taking one minute at a time, one hour at a time, one day at a time. Um, It, it really is that simple, but it's, it's just as hard to do that and, and, Mm -hmm. and focus. 
Um, sometimes to get your life back, you have to face the death of what you thought your life would be like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Often our favorite story is the one we've dreamed up ourselves, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> and we, how we see our lives going. Um, we want things to be easy, peaceful, and enjoyable. And instead, we often experience great heaviness and hurt. Uh, Lisa Turker says in, in her book, um, it's not supposed to be this way. This is a quote from her. It says, place <laughs> so is fancy. neither glamorous nor glitzy. It's casual and comfortable with a boho, chic, eclectic style and a pace all my own. Things don't wear out and I don't get worn down. People are kind. They do what they say they are going to do and are only grumpy enough to keep things interesting. Goodness dots the landscape like trees in bloom. Peace hovers like the best poofy clouds and the soundtrack is simple and sweet crescendoing with lingering laughter over all the inside jokes that a big family with so many big personalities effortlessly produce. I like this place. I don't want to just vacation here. I want to live here. And we all have a version of that story, don't Mm -hmm. we? That's what we want our life to look like. We want our story to be um, happy and fun and light and airy and mm-hmm. um, being on vacation all the time. And that's just not possible. And so we all kind of thought in different versions that our life might be like that. We think that we know how our story should be written and foolishly think that we are in control of the story. We have, we never have control of the story. And um, we tell ourselves that it'll be better tomorrow and miss what God is t- reaching and trying to teach us today. And that's what we're talking about, taking minute by minute, hour by hour, mm-hmm. day by day, because we have to decide what we will and, and will not do. And uh, God's not going to force us, but we think a lot of times in our in our human minds and hearts that we do know what's better for mm-hmm. us. Um, and that's what gets us in trouble. Right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> so we want it in our timing. We want what when we want it. And uh, God's timing is not our timing. And Isaiah 55, 8 says, his thoughts are not our thoughts and his ways are not our ways. Um, We've all heard this verse and I'm sure that we've made big assumptions of what we thought or think that God should do. Um, I know that in my own life growing up, you think of things and you you assume things are going to be, well, if this happens, this will happen. This, you know, it kind of lays out like building blocks. But when we pray and God answers in a way that we didn't expect or not quick enough, we think he failed us. But in reality, he has something more in mind for us. And we pray for patience and he puts things in our lives <laughs> for us to practice patience. That's so true. We pray for courage and he puts us in a place that requires us to have be courageous. Um, we pray for more loving relationships and he gives us opportunities to show love and grace to other people. And that's not really what we had in mind, right? <laughs> <laughs> but that is God's way of growing us and having us depend more on him. So Lindsay, where is the hope? Oh goodness. Yeah. Um, well, I'll go back to what you had had before around the Bible verse of James, um, because I think it's it rings so true and it, um, is so important to hear once over, um, James one twelve states, blessed is the one who perseveres under trial because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that was promised to those who love him. 
And just God loves us. He loves us so very much. And that this life that he's orchestrated for us, even though it's not what we thought it would be, um, is how he intended it to look and for his glory. Mm. So get this, your life is for his glory. That's right. And we are a servant of God. Once we hold on to that truth, once we figure that out, that is, that's our priority, it's much easier to follow. It's not about us. It's about him and for his name to be renowned. We were made to glorify him. And when we lose focus of that, we're like the person who said, why does it have to be for his glory? Right. And then because we're looking inwardly and and for ourselves. So Mm -hmm. the hope is in Jesus alone. And the problem isn't him, is it? No, never. (laughs) It's our expectation of what he will be and that people in our lives are we have made decisions that make us that take us away from the path that he has for us. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it really depends on what we want to do with what he has for us, because he has given us, you know, a choice. Are we going to follow or are we not? And Mm -hmm. so we can anticipate, we can't fix, we can't control or predict. We can't make it happen on our own or demand the outcome to be our way. Mm-hmm. Um, so we wish for what we think normal should be, but I don't want normal, yeah. you know, well, we want, let's be real. It, right. I mean, yeah. yeah, it's, I really want extraordinary <laughs> and I really can't do extraordinary by myself. <laughs> so, so we'll be victorious because Jesus is victorious. Mm. And, um, you know, we went through this whole thing with, you know, a couple of years ago with COVID and all that, and everybody, the new normal, the new normal. And I thought, oh, God, please don't let us go back to just a normal. Mm. Let us go back to more leaning into you, more following you, more being in the identity of Christ so that yes. we can be who he intends for us to be, but not just normal. Yeah. Uh, I don't even really know what normal is, but I guess we all have different ideas of what normal might be. But 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty seven says, Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my brothers, this is 58, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. And so, Lindsay, we have talked about these things and how we we have to learn to live in victory no matter what. So how do we do that? Well, I guess the best way to figure this out is maybe um, what we shouldn't do first. So, and then we can talk about what we can do. Um, You know, I, I feel like this is a lot um, in itself, but we tend to wrestle with our life in the quiet. We usually will isolate ourselves as women and um, we put on our Sunday best dress and come to church and, um, either that or we go in and um, to our, our families and our friends and pretend we've got it all together only to find um, that that's when Satan is working um, mm-hmm. the best. We, he will slip into our minds, hearts, and um, turn our disappointments into destructive choices. So if he's isolating us, he can definitely influence us. And we'll talk about that yeah, a little bit more next week. Next week. Yeah. Um, but, you know, God is always there teaching us. He's loving on us um, and he's showing us where he wants us to be. So if it's um, been our choices um, and really we can still sit floundering in the water, not knowing what to do, but trusting in God makes hard times worth it. 
he's painting this beautiful picture um, in our lives, no matter how hard and how grueling it might feel. Um, but just living for God and he will show us his way that minute by minute, mm-hmm. day by day time frame. Um, there's no other path you really want to be on than his. Right. That's the victory. That's right. That is it. And he has that waiting for us. And um, believe it or not, we've kind of come to the end of our time for today. So I want to pick up here next week and then we'll go into more of what the, we talked about, about the isolation and what mm-hmm. Satan can do to us to destroy the the victory mm-hmm. that we have in Jesus. So um, I want to Uh, stop here for today. Thank you for listening. Make sure that you tune in next week so that we can continue to talk about this because these are important questions in our lives. They are uh, not just questions that float through our minds, but they are questions that can be life-changing. So as we go out today, um, I pray that you will find the joy in Christ by depending on what he has promised for us and not what we have in our own minds. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you have gleaned something of value that will help you in your day-to-day lives and draw you closer to living fully in who God designed you to be. Until next time, you are beautiful in His sight. If you've been thinking and listening to us and wondering, how can this become a reality in my life? How, does, how can my identity be in Christ? and you've never received him, I'd like to give you the opportunity to do that right now by praying a sinner's prayer. It's a very simple prayer, and it goes like this. Lord, thank you so much for loving me. Thank you for going to the cross and dying for my sins. I open up my heart. I ask you to come in. Please forgive me for everything that I've done and help me to walk with you as I follow you in my life. In Jesus' name, Amen. If you prayed that prayer, we would love to connect with you and help you as you start your life in Christ. Please visit thebestnews.org.